The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked triumph? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boot rockers are in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here on Rotten to the Core Wednesday. We're going to get over to the Common Core Diva, Lynn Taylor, in just a moment. But if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can also check us out at SonsOfLibertyRadio.com. But uh, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, scroll down on the right side of the page, and you will see that we are streaming live right there, second video down. And uh, click on that, enlarge it on your device, and click on the icon for the platform we're on. And join us in the chat. A lot of friends in the chat this morning. Some of you guys have watched the, the Vernon Johns uh, movie. Great, great. I'm glad to see that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a pretty inspiring movie. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously there's 
you know, artistic embellishment, as they call. But you get the gist of what was going on at the time. And, uh, you know, that's what it's going to take today for the people to stand up. They're going to have to go against what is all around them. And you've heard the old saying, it's harder to swim upstream, right? But uh, if all of the fish are like this video I saw the other day, where the whale just goes up to the surface of the water, opens his mouth, and all the fish just jump into the fish's into the whale's mouth, <laughs> you want to be one that's getting out of the mouth, right? You want to be one that's getting out of the way. So in any case, that's what we're hoping to encourage you to do here at the Sons of Liberty. Right above that is where Bradley's show is from yesterday. You can click on that and catch that up until 3 p.m., 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central. And um, you can see the show from yesterday. Also, he'll be going live at that time, too. It will change out. So be sure and check that out at sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right above that is where you can subscribe to our email newsletter. Again, we don't rent your email, sell it, or spam it. You get one email from us a day, including the morning show archive. If you'd like to help us out, meet our needs, that's all we tell you is we got needs. We don't ask you for money, but if you're inclined to help us, um, there's a donate button, top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Guys, we don't, we're not rolling in the dough. We're, we're not doing that at all. And we don't do what we do for money, but we do need money to continue to do all the things that we do. So there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can partner with us as a son or daughter of liberty. That link is also, that's a monthly partner. That link is also at the top of the page. And then our store is available. And this week we're highlighting Bradley's book, Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do. It's normally $11. And uh, this week only through Saturday midnight, you use the promo code ROCKS and you get 20% off. I think it's 20% off. I think it's 20%. Isn't that what I said? <laughs> Sorry, I forget these things. You're going to get some money off, that's for sure. So uh, be sure to do that in our store if you're interested in reading Bradley's book, Grass Doesn't... And it might even be good to share with uh, some young people in your life as well. Um, so if you want to pick that up and share that with them, that would be fantastic. Now, before Lynn comes on, I got one little video on the play, and then tomorrow we're going to um, play... Bethany's husband, Adam, Adam's been on the show before. We're going to probably bring him back on. He was the guy who was trying to make the arrest um, at the meeting that was going on there, the health department meeting. And uh, so he's had to do some corrections and stuff. But I spoke with him briefly last night, and I was really tired. Uh, so, Adam, if you're listening, I apologize that I was kind of out of it. But I was just really tired. Um, but good things are happening there. And he's stirring up the hornet's nest, so to speak. So we're going to play a little video from him tomorrow. But I want to play this little short video. It's only about a minute. <clears throat> Just to show you what people are dealing with. And this is not on the topic we're going to talk about today. But this is what people are dealing with today. This is a medical professional in Santa Monica. And he didn't get the, the shot. And he's being escorted out of his place of work because I guess this was the deadline for that or whatever. I don't know the gentleman's name. I don't know specifically. Well, he does mention the, the complex that he's being let out of. And just listen to the inspiring words of this gentleman as he leaves. Okay, I am being escorted out of a 200 Medical Plaza at Westwood, Santa Monica for standing up for freedom. Um, we've got Edward Galvin here and Andrea Egans, who are, say hi, sir. Uh, they are escorting me out of the building. What's your title, sir? Don't, don't come near me. What's your title? Don't come near me. See this little okay. Gestapo brown shirt, little mug? And uh, 
this is what happens when you stand up for freedom and when you show up to work, uh, willing to work, despite being unvaccinated. And this is the price you have to pay sometimes. But what they don't realize is that I'm willing to go lose everything. Amen. Job, paycheck, freedom, even my life for this cause. He know he knows the reality of what's going on. That's why he's so resolute. Be well. United we stand. Divided we fall. Right. And so this guy, I, <clears throat> if anybody's out there and you know who this guy is and you have some contact information, I'd love to bring him on the show. I'd love to get him some support because it's people like this is this. We, we got to support people like this with prayer, finances, whatever we got to do. We, we need to support these people. They are taking a stand, not just for themselves. You've got we've got to understand that. Adam doesn't take just a stand for himself up there in Michigan. He's taking a stand for a lot of people in that state. And in fact, he's doing it across the country, those who see what he does. This gentleman here, he's like so many nurses and so many doctors who have walked out and left that. Look, I don't even think they have to leave the profession. I think by leaving, they could start their own thing and do quite well. In fact, if they would band together, a lot of doctors and nurses could do what they do outside of these complexes that they're in, probably do it cheaper and make more money doing it if they just had the support and they just had the idea to go back to the old days. We had a guy down in Texas. This guy, this was when Obamacare came out. This guy went and said, no more insurance, no more Medicare, Medicaid, any government funding. It's 50 bucks a pop. I'll come visit you at your house, and I'll take care of you there. 50 bucks for the guy to come to your house. And he was doing it and very happy, less stress, none of the hassle of the office paperwork and things like that. So entrepreneurs will find a way around all of this. This is why government tyranny is always going to be undermined by, by other men who will get around the system. Okay. It doesn't make government tyranny right, but that's what I'm saying. Let's see if we can get this done. If any of you guys out there listening or you got friends, share this on social media. Grab the, the video. I'll have the uh, link. In fact, I'll, I'll see if I can pop the link in right quick into the chat if it'll take. Uh, now I'm going to have to do every one of them. Um, <clears throat> but the point is I'm going to put the link for the video in there. And what I want you to do, share it around on Facebook. If any of your friends know this gentleman, I, I want him to contact me. All he has to do is go to sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right at the top of the page, it says contact. Click on that. Say, put in the subject line, doctor's contact for Tim or whatever, and get me some contact information. I'll be glad to bring this guy on because uh, he needs the support. We need to support him. We need to get behind uh, people like this. So with that said... It's rotten to the core Wednesday. It's not uh, talk, time to talk about vaccines and stuff, although that may come into play here in a little bit. I'm not sure. But uh, we have our Common Core diva, Lynn Taylor, on the line. And uh, Lynn, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, and so just so people understand, we, we had a little issue with the camera. Um, I don't know. Lynn was playing around with it. She was doing some selfies or something. and so. Oh, ha. <laughs> so we had a big... No, it's actually clean now. Oh, it's if clean. To... Yeah, well, let's... It is. I said... Yeah. Yeah. Well, we had a problem there, so I put up her picture. So we're going to see if we can change that back. Let's see if it. Let's see if it clears up a little bit, 
And okay. um, I've got I've got to turn you back on back in the background. Oh my goodness, it's really clear. I told you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's even better than than usual. What did I you know. do? I used my uh, my glasses cleaning cloth. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, it looks great. It looks even better than, than the the previous you know times we've had you oh, on where you're doing you, that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what you got for us today? Okay. Because you're saying that October. Now we we did this last yes. year. October mm-hmm. becomes this UN month or something like that. And yeah. uh, so now you're talking about the U.S. being UNized in mm-hmm. the month of October. What are we talking about here? Oh, my goodness. If you go to the websites that I have provided, Tim, you will see that there are calendars. And it's not just for one month. It's for every month. And there'll be some sort of celebration, declaration, recognition, or some sort of something that will tie into, as always, those sustainable development goals. Wonderful. Wonderful. That, yeah. that, that's all we need to be doing is promoting that, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm going to run down the list really quick, and then uh, we can go back and take our time going through them if you'd like. Okay, World Mental Health Day, 10-10-21. Okay, uh, World Homelessness Day, 10-12-21. Inash- uh, International Eradicate Poverty Day, 10-17-21. UN Day, 10-24-21. Uh, we have World Cities Day, 10-31-21, and then we have some things that are ongoing in between. And again, this is not just reserved for October, but for some reason, October is chosen to be, I guess, the month of all things United Nations. Uh, I think it's just all leading up to uh, to Halloween. I think that's what it is. You know, you know I, I really don't know, and I really don't... <sighs> really don't care about that. What is what we need to be looking at is how education has been attached to every one of these. And simply put, it's because it's embedded in all of the sustainable sustainable development goals. And what we're finding and what we've been saying for years now is that it's not just in your public school system. It's not just in the K through 12 system. This is meant for whole communities. This is meant for in your home, in your face, in your family, no matter what kind of education choice you have or age that you have, because we know that there's that cradle to grave mindset that comes in with everything like that. So let's take a look, if you will, Tim, uh, first at the World Mental Health Day website. And uh, I want us to also note that we have stressed repeatedly here on the show that the billions of dollars for the social and emotional learning market that we've talked about, you know, especially this year, Tim, are going to be embedded into this through health, uh, sustainable development goal number three, which is good health, as well as number four, which is education, as well as number eight, which is decent work. Okay. It's going to also play into every sustainable development goal that has some sort of community partnership. Okay, so if you want to uh, scroll down just a bit, you can see um, all kinds of resources. You can see that it's been going on for a few years. And if you want to see that the UN did not miss how COVID is involved in mental health and how they're saying that COVID is wearing down people's mental health, which is not a lot. It is. But they're wanting to take control of it, which is troublesome. Well, and that's that, it, 
Can, Go ahead. Let me, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, it's troublesome because they're part yes. of the problem of pushing mm-hmm. this stuff. They're part of the problem I, of pushing the lockdowns and, and, and the, the, all the right. stuff that goes along with the convicts. Ab- absolutely. And if you want, that second website will tell you what they're going to do about the state of mental health in the name of relief. So if you want to read the first couple of sentences there for yeah, everyone says- who... The COVID-19 pandemic, and I'm putting that in there, they don't, has Mm -hmm. had a major impact on people's mental health. Some groups, including health and other frontline workers, students, people living alone, this gentleman who who lost his job because of it, Mm -hmm. and those with pre-existing mental health conditions have been particularly affected, and services for mental, neurological, and substance, and just plain old general health um, have been significantly disrupted. Why? Because yeah. of government tyranny, not because of the convicts, but because of government right. tyranny. Uh, yet this is a cause for optimism. During the World Health Assembly in May 2021, governments from around the world recognized the need to scale up quality mental health services. Well, it's not their job. Their job is to punish evildoers, Romans uh, 13, 1 to 7. Right. It is not our health or mental health or any of that other stuff. And it says in c- some countries have found new ways of providing mental health care to their populations. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. And those are going to be those positive behavior interventions or those multi-tiered supports that we know do nothing but erode social uh, and emotional learning through attitudes, values, and beliefs. And they go from being what you believe in your family holds dear to what is um, good for the greater good. So that's precisely where that Uh, mental health angle is coming in. Okay, World Homelessness Day. How's that going to take place in uh, education through the public-private partnerships, Tim? That will be, and here's the thing, if you look at their particular website, they will tell you that they're going to be, they're not going to come out and say, hey, we're ramping up the data mining, but if you read the language, you're going to see the way they're going to be able to to tell who's homeless and who's not is through community data tracking. And what this is going to do is it's going to also help pave the way for that World Economic Forum goal that, you know, by 2030, we're not going to own anything. Our house will not be our own, that sort of thing. So these are things that have been going on that are continuing to support this overall agenda that, um, you know, goes with sustainable development goal number one, which is there will be no poverty. But what the deception is, is that it, it it makes you think when you hear no poverty, that everybody's going to have a paycheck, everybody's going to have, you know, a place to live, and there's going to be no poverty whatsoever. No, what's going to happen is that there's not going to be any poverty because there's not going to be anything that's ours. Yeah, well, think Winston 1984. Think that kind of thing. That's yeah. that's what they're going for. And, you know, it's interesting you say that, and I, I hope I'm not off topic here, but you're mm-hmm. saying that we won't have anything. I know the guy says you'll own nothing and be happy. The fact mm-hmm. of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, in the United States, we're not talking about Africa. We're not talking about a third world country or anything. In the United States, you don't own your stuff anyway. And, I'll, and I'm going to tell you why. The main reason on your big ticket items your cars, your vehicles, um, your home, you're always having to pay a pro- an immoral property tax unless you've got it in a trust. And you're always having to pay a, an immoral property tax. And in doing that, if you don't pay that, they'll come take your stuff, the, the stuff you think is yours, 
which is yeah. yours. They're stealing from you, and they don't care. They don't care about that. So I want people to understand, when I speak about these things, about tax, I am a tax protester. Okay, I'm just going to let you know. I'm a tax protester. Our forefathers were because it infringes on the very liberties that we're supposed to have. It infringes upon um, the command that we are not to steal. And that is stealing. It is when government thinks they have the right to the fruit of our labor. So just wanted to throw that in there that we're already in that to some extent. But this is mm-hmm. going to take it to a whole new level, isn't it? Absolutely. And if you look at that uh, second link, Tim, where it says housing and social protection to end homelessness, this is where you're going to see that social justice aspect pop in. Now, social protection is going to include what you're doing in your own home, how you're educating your children. Uh, It's going to have everything to do with things that are typically not the government's business, but somehow in the name of ending homelessness, it suddenly is going to become that. And this is a this is a document that will show you when this meeting will take place, what's going to be discussed. And so it's going to be very interesting for us to follow this to see what does come out of it, because I'm going to guarantee you not only will data mining be in there, but some sort of social justice. And as we've seen through the Common Core machine, social justice has taken on a bully militant attitude towards anything that doesn't go in with this global agenda that somehow you're the enemy when you're not. No, you're not. And again, we go back to, okay, guys, People are already talking about election next year, election two years. I mean, it's like as soon as you get done with one, you're looking for the other. It's like a sequel movie. When's the next sequel going to be out and this, that, and the other? Guys, we got to turn this around to where we get the foreigners out of here. And what I mean by the foreigners is the U.N. We've got to get them out of the United States. We've got to quit funding them. We've got to quit supporting them. This is all part of God's judgment. Again, read Deuteronomy twenty. Eight, and you'll see that one when God blessed the people, he made them the head and the foreigners the tail. Now we're in the midst of God's judgment. We're not waiting on God's judgment. We've been in it for a, a while now here in the United States. Now the foreigners literally are becoming the head, and we, who are the natives, are becoming the tail. This is part of God's judgment. I mean, I hope people understand this is what this is. And the only way to stave off God's judgment is for God's people to repent. And you know, Lynn, I'm seeing this stuff here. All this stuff that the UN comes up with that we've talked about. They're wanting to take care of the mental health. They're wanting to take care of uh, the homeless and this, that, and the other. Whose job is that? That's the church's job. Where's the church helping the homeless? Pastor Artur Pavlovsky who was just arrested in Canada after he did uh, some speaking engagements here in the United States, came on the show and he says, do you want to be Jesus to the people? Then go where Jesus went. Go to the homeless. Go to the drug addicts. Go to the prostitutes. Go to these people out on the streets who need your help, and you'll be Jesus to them. Where's the church in all of this? Because, Lynn, we we highlight a lot of the problems here, but what's the solution to that? It's It's for the church to be what we haven't been and created a vacuum to which all kinds of ungodliness has, have tried to fill. And I don't argue that, but when you have the United Nations, which has infiltrated every mainstream denomination, I'm not sure what we're supposed to do because we've done shows on that. We have shown you the different um, 
uh, mainstream denominations which have crossed over, if you will, to the United Nations. Uh, you can go back in our archives. You can hear all about it. And it's through that Lucanne, uh covenant that ties back to the days of when Billy Graham was alive and was a young man. And the, the whole premise was to unite all the churches of the world to do good for Jesus's thing. But what has been bastardized through this Luzan covenant and through this infiltration of the United Nations into these mainstream denominations is that what you've seen is they have fully embraced the greater global good of the United Nations through the United Nations programs and initiatives because they have somehow convinced themselves that that is what is necessary to carry out Jesus's will in Jesus's name. And if you look at the the uh, coming of the one world religion, which has united Christianity and Islam and is really ramping up and is supposed to hit us right in the face in 2022, you're going to understand why all these steps were necessary to infiltrate the church. Yeah, well, I, here's the thing, and I just see that the church can come together, okay, if they're working together for a common cause. We see that in the book of Acts. I, I think mm-hmm. that Paul goes around, and he's the intermediary between Jerusalem and the churches in Asia Minor. So he can bring those churches together for a common cause. They He took the churches in Asia Minor, yeah. and he collected so that they would take care of the famine that was going on in Jerusalem. They loved their brothers. They wanted to show that. But when we've got this going on in the world, i got to tell you, for the most part, I think the church, where it's established, wherever it is, whether it's in you know York County, South Carolina, or whether it's in North Carolina, or around the world in Africa, or Italy, or wherever you're at, God has put the church there to be a lamp and a light. It's not necessarily looking for what's bigger. It's looking for, what are you doing right there in your neighborhood? See, that's, yeah. see I think that that becomes a deception, Lynn, is that mm-hmm. they pull us together. For this big thing that we think we're going to have such great success with, it's not of God. And what happens is we forget what's going on in our backyard. And we think, well, we're right. doing a better thing. And, you know, just let me be honest here. Not that I'm not honest anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't look at this, this what we do here in the broadcast, I don't look at this as trying to reach the world kind of thing. Mine is, I look at, Let's be faithful with what God has given us and speak to mm-hmm. that. And if that encourages people in their sphere of influence, that's right. what I'm interested in. I'm not interested in this national right. or international movement. Be be faithful in whatever you have. If you're in a right. small city, then be faithful with that. If you're in a big city, be faithful with that. If you have mm-hmm. you know, means to deal in a in on a national level, if you're an authority there, do that. But this thing, this UN stuff. And the ecumenical movement seeks to make people think that they're doing something grand when they're not doing anything except filling the coffers of those who are fleecing them. Right. And if you look at the U.S. government, if you look how it has used the church to infiltrate education, I mean, you know, we've talked about that, too. We've talked about how education funding is given to churches now for after school programs or for immigrant education or for all kinds of things that have no business 
uh, coming from the government into our church because there was supposed to be a separation. And uh, the government has absolutely totally peed on the Constitution and every founding document that was to to help protect the church and your freedom to worship uh, with money, with federal funds, which are our taxpayer dollars. So with that said, let's move on. All right. The 17th of October is going to be International Eradicate Poverty Day. And if you look at that particular website, Tim, you're going to see it's a social perspective. So again, we have all this the social justice, the social perspective, because after all, you know, we're too stupid to think our way out of a paper bag. So we have to have the UN come in and, oh, let's guide you. Let's let's guide society because, you know, we're going to know better. Oh, BS and horse hockey, they will. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the people get a kick out of you when you use that phrase because they say this is what <laughs> really gets under Lynn's skin when she says that. The eradication of poverty. One, let's stop and just oh. just for a minute use some discernment. What did Jesus say? Sure. The poor you will always have. Always with have. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. me, it's not that. It's not the case. I'm going to the right. Father, right? But he. I mean, it's clear. A little mm-hmm. bit of discernment. It doesn't even take a lot. Look at what Jesus said. The poor you will always have with you. And when you go to the book of Acts, you find out why deacons were 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 called forth and set apart. They were to take care of those needs of the poor, of the widows, and things of that nature, so mm-hmm. that the apostles could give themselves to prayer and the word of God. And so this this idea of eradication of poverty is just a lie. It is a lie from who? From the devil. I mean, that's mm-hmm. who it is. So let's just be clear Absolutely. about what, who that is. Absolutely. But the reason we're bringing this up on Rock to the Core Wednesday is because we know that because the SDGs are so prevalent in everything that's in our communities um, and in our schools, whether you homeschool or you go to a public school or you go to a hybrid or, you know, anything, an apprenticeship or anything like that, these are going to be taught to you that. Poverty is uh, something that we we must make sure everybody has all the same thing. We must make sure that, you know, everybody's taken care of. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't take care of people, but not everyone's going to have the same thing because it was never part of God's plan for us to have all the same thing. That's about as, as logical as saying, well, you know, everybody has to look the same and dress the same and act the same. Do you know how dull and boring our existence would be if everybody were the same? Yep. Yep, I totally, okay. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Okay, UN Day is the 24th of October. And what I wanted folks to see on this one is that there is a day celebration that's going to be planned across the United States. And if you look through their digital toolkit, you can see they've got a slot set aside for every state that we have, and some are filled in with what they're going to do, and some are not filled in. Now, one of the ones that you'll see that is filled in will denote itself to higher education, and it will use these model UN clubs that are in higher education. But on my blog, and we've talked about it here on the show as well, you have model UN clubs for K through 12 education. You have model UN clubs for homeschooling communities. So, you know, it's it's not just, again, it's not just isolated in one sector of education. Yeah, you know, 
as I'm seeing a lot of this, and we're talking about the church and its responsibility, the UN recently, somebody wrote an article that somebody mm-hmm. was challenging the UN because it was too Christian. Oh, and you've got to be kidding no, me. No, they, they said it was because it was too Christian. And hmm. you remember, their thing is, they quote from, what is it, Isaiah, where it says, Isaiah. They'll, yeah, they'll beat their, their um, weapons into plowshares, right? And they're, uh, I forget the, I'm having a moment here, into pruning okay. hooks. In other words, they're going from weapons to uh, instruments of agriculture. In other words, there's going to be this piece. You see that in their symbolism of the gun that's tied in a knot, the barrel's tied in a knot. And mm-hmm. they put on a form of Christianity. Let me give some biblical language to that. They speak as a lamb, or is, they speak as a lamb, but they, they act as a dragon. Okay? And so this is what we're seeing here. They're deceiving the people, much like a lot of our politicians. Yes, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Barack Hussein Obama, Satoru Sabarka, Bill Clinton, George Bush to George Bush one. They talk with Christian language. In other words, they Ronald use Reagan. the language, but then they act like a devil. And so yeah. the UN is no different. Just wanted to point that out in what they're doing. Right. Here. Right. Well, now, um, I know we've talked about it on the show, Tim, where the after school Satan clubs can be tied back to um, the UN as well. And they're doing it through the STEM, the science, technology, engineering and math, because STEM is a marketing tool to fool the entire nation and world that, uh, you know, it's it's got to be in here in STEM, because after all, it's part of the way to help re-educate. It's part of the way to help reorganize, to uh, revamp your economic model. And the reason is for a greater global good. And we've done many shows on the evils of, of the UN and how it's tied into the Luciferian movement. So being too Christian is just, oh, that's that's really just uh i just don't even know what to say to that one mm. yeah, me neither <laughs> but anyway moving on oh and let me point out the isaiah verse is actually across the street from the un plaza so it's not even on the un soil because i'm sure if it were that that whole um monument would probably dissolve because of you know the the just the evil that it's surrounded by uh, or, or or maybe it would, you know, dissolve the stuff that's around it. It's so strong. So, you know, that's why, but that's to, in my mind, after all the research I've done, that's probably why they put it across the street was to give the illusion of Christianity, but then yeah. it's, it's not there on there. Okay. Now what I wanted to point out about this UN day, it's going to tie back to the international day of peace that is held in September of each year. And I give you the link to that because it's going to tie into the world science for peace day in November. And it's that World Science Peace Day in November that everyone should be looking at. And I have that link for you as well. It is from last year, and it will tell you how they're using science, Tim, to create a safer, better world, especially for you know what? Yeah, science. Science falsely called is what Paul calls it in a letter to Timothy that we're to reject that, that we're to be in opposition. By the way, let me just clear this up <clears throat> since mm-hmm. I botched 
quoting the verse. This is from Isaiah 2.4. It says, mm-hmm. And he shall judge among the nations. That's Christ. That's not the UN. And shall mm-hmm. rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. Guys, that's going to that's gonna happen when the church becomes what it becomes and fulfills Matthew 28, 18 through 20, and that is teaching, listen, not just a gospel message, teaching all things that Christ commanded. What did Christ command? Well, he commanded all things out of the Old Testament, didn't he not? Did he not reiterate the law? And it's, if we teach that and we preach the gospel that saves men from sin alongside it, Guess what? We're going to see the hearts of men change. Therefore, we're going to see the cultures change in the direction of real peace, not this nonsense of fear and we need to fight and be engaged in all this weaponry and nuking everybody and dropping bombs on everybody. We're going to go in with the weapons of our warfare that are not carnal, the Bible says, tearing down the strongholds that bind us and freeing the people as a result. So I just, I wanted to clarify that since mm-hmm. I botched the verse before. Sorry. No, no, no. Absolutely. That's absolutely fine. Now, I want us to look at this science knowledge declaration because I want folks to see and hear the, the, the sheer just propaganda that is in this declaration for how we use what we learn or know about science, which we know is very much into education. And let's point out that the root of science was to better understand God's creation of not only our bodies, but our world. And again, we've done this on previous shows, and we talk about where it was infiltrated was not in modern times. It was back during um, the Middle Ages or the, uh, you know, that sort of the the Renaissance, because those who were against God wanted to be able to separate science to make it all about uh, them because they didn't need God. And so that's where the separation between God and science truly happened. And we've seen it just increase ever since. So in this particular document, you will see that they want to use the science knowledge to somehow make the, oh goodness, the, the, you have to read it for yourself because the language is just so infuriating because once you know what we know, you can read a, a declaration like this and see the agenda screaming at you. Now, for those who are not on the same page of where we are, it's crucial that you understand you've got to learn that the agenda is right there, even in that that peaceful, wonderful language. Well, it seems to me that it's, again, it's to bring about this idea mm-hmm. that we, we bring all the people of the world together rather than letting them work in their own communities uh, doing what the Lord's commanded. For instance, the number one here, the preamble for this particular document that you've given us mm-hmm. the declaration on the science issue it says, we all live on the same planet and are part of the biosphere. We have come to recognize that we are in a situation of increasing interdependence. No, we're not. I'm telling you, the nations can exist independent of one another. In fact, the Bible talks about when the kings come into the kingdom, they bring their authority, they bring their crowns and all of that with them. They're independent of one another. God has set up the boundaries of their habitations, Acts 17 tells us. And so, and it says, 
and that our future is intrinsically linked to the preservation of the global life support systems and the survival of all forms of life. The nations and the scientists of the world are called upon to acknowledge the urgency of using knowledge from all fields of science in a responsible manner to address human needs and aspirations without misusing this knowledge. I just want to stop here. The utter mm-hmm. hypocrisy of the mm-hmm. UN to talk about us helping other nations coming here to, to fill the science, do all of this, when they get literally billions of dollars from nations around the world every year to use on themselves and to purport their agenda, and yet they've been doing it for decades. Have they eradicated poverty? Have they uh, healed the sick? Have they made lives better or have they made worse? I'm just going to throw that out to people. Do your research and see. Has the UN been any good at all? And look, for all of what Donald Trump said that was right on when he spoke to the UN, you remember the first time around, what did he do? What did he really do to get rid of them? Because they are meeting the very definition of what their charter was. Donald Trump says they haven't met that. They haven't met that. We want to help them meet that. No, they've been meeting it. They're wanting to bring the whole world under their governance. And Donald Trump was one in, who was... He was an appeaser, and he helped them do just that, continue that on, funding them. Yeah, he gave the lip service to it, but where his allegiance was was continuing to prop up uh, the U.N. in this endeavor, which is Antichrist. It's not Christian. It's Antichrist. Yeah. Well, he also made executive orders to increase the amount of STEM in America. And, of course, it was to create... um, uh, career tech education uh, jobs that that cradle to grave uh, skill based education garbage that the UN totally embraces. Okay, the next thing I want us to see is that next document from UNESCO because this is the science framework, and in this particular framework, Tim, you're going to see bullet point two point four. That entire section is all about how science is going to be used in education. So if you want to read a couple of those real quick, and then I want us to look at bullet points 90 and 91, because this will absolutely prove this is embedded in education at all levels, all choices. Well, we know this is a farce because if people were to actually engage in science, then they would know the convids is a con. Uh, But (laughs) here's uh, from 2.441. Government should accord the highest priority to improving science education at all levels with particular attention to the elimination of the effects of gender bias. What in the world? Keep going. (laughs) And bias against disadvantaged groups. What does that have to do with science? In fact, if you follow science, won't you find out that there is a bias? There's two genders. You know, if I had a dollar for every gender that wasn't real, I'd, I'd be a millionaire, and I'd still, I, what was the deal? I, if, I had, if I had a dollar for every gender that was genuine, I'd have $2, and I'd have a bunch of uh, fiat currency for all those who aren't. I forget how but it you, goes. You, I botched yeah, the joke, to, but you okay, get the point. Keep going. It, get, it, gets, it gets better. Raising soon, public so awareness of science and fostering its pop, popularization, steps need to be taken to promote the professional development of teachers and educators in the face of change, and special efforts should be made to address the lack of appropriately trained science teachers and educators, in particular in developing countries. I guess this means, uh, Lynn, that they want people who are not engaged in real science, they're engaged in the propaganda of the UN. Am I understanding that correct? 
That's the, that's the S in STEM. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's look at um. Let's look, let's drop down here to a two point five. The basic okay. principles of peace and coexistence should be part of education at all levels. Science students should also be made aware of their specifically specific responsibility not to apply scientific knowledge and skills to activities which threaten peace and security. The utter hypocrisy here is the UN comes in as quote-unquote peacekeeping troops all around the globe. Let me change that. All around the earth. And what they do is they come in with force. They don't come in to bring peace. Mm -hmm. They come in to bring tyranny in the guise of peace. Here's another one. Government and governmental and private funding bodies should strengthen or develop research institutions that carry out interdisciplinary research in the areas of peace and the peaceful applications of S and T. That's science and technology, right? Uh, That's the S and T stamp. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Each country should ensure its involvement in this work, whether all the national level or through participation in international activities, public and private support for research on the causes and consequences of war and conflict prevention and resolution should be increased. Well, I tell you what, UN, why don't you just send me however many millions of dollars you're going to pour into this and governments around the world send? I can tell you what the what the cause of it is. It's the human heart. You're not going to fix it by giving everybody money. You're not going to fix it by giving everybody houses or food or creating this utopia that you think you're going to create. I can tell you it's the human heart. There's already a solution God's provided for it. It's in the gospel of Jesus Christ that changes men's hearts. Yeah, This is about control because that's exactly what they want to do. But look at bullet points 90 and 91. I I really, really need you to, to bring those up. Okay, uh, I'm assuming this is down here under follow-up? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. it sure is. So I'm 90. sorry, I should have said No, that's that. fine. I, I thought that's what you were saying. Taking into yes. account the outcome of the six regional forums on women and science sponsored by UNESCO, the conference stresses that special efforts should be made by governments, educational institutions, scientific communities, non-governmental organizations, and civil society with support from bilateral and international agencies to ensure the full participation of women and girls in all aspects of science and technology, and to this effect too, and here they come, promote within the education system the access of girls and women to scientific education at all levels. Do they not have that? Uh, Maybe you're in a Muslim country and maybe that's not true, but the Western world, that's pretty open for women. Improve conditions for recruitment, retention, and advancement in all fields of research. Launch in collaboration with UNESCO, the United Nations Development Fund for Women. National, regional, and global campaigns to raise awareness of the contribution of women to science and technology in order to overcome existing gender stereotypes among scientists. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean, gender stereotypes. Uh, Policymakers and community at large. Undertake research supported by the collection and analysis of gender dis aggregated data and documenting constraints and progress in expanding the role of women in science and technology monitor the implementation of and document best practices and lessons learned through impact assessment and evaluations ensure all excuse me ensure an appropriate representation of women in national regional and international policy and decision making bodies and forums establish an international network of women scientists continue to document the contributions of women in science i mean this is kind of, it's kind of goofy if you ask me because I don't think we have a problem with people being uh, with women being in science. Here's what 91 says. 
Special efforts also need to be made to ensure the full participation of disadvantaged groups in science and technology, and they should include removing barriers in the education system, removing barriers in the research system, raising awareness of the contribution of the groups to science and technology in order to overcome existing stereotypes. It's the same mess that was said before. And I, I got to ask you, Lynn, did they just pay somebody just write some emotional gobbledygook here so that it it sounds like they're very uh, studious and a, am I re, am I you know, astute whatever I, I, I the case may be I don't know all I know is that if you have everybody busy working who's going to raise the children well yeah that's part of our problem now yes yeah, that's, that's it and the that's taxation it. and the taxation thing is not helping that either because mm-hmm. Uh, the families look together, and instead of trusting God in that, they look together and they go, we can't make it without you going to work. And that what they don't realize is mom goes to work, dad's at work, kids are in mm-hmm. the public indoctrination centers we call public schools, and they're all doing it, working it, trying to make ends meet, and they're leaving their the next generation for these vultures to come in and seduce them, to indoctrinate them, and to actually turn them against their parents and turn them against the God of their parents. So I just I want people to understand uh, the, the issue of education is not some kind of neutral zone for the Christian. In fact, it is foundational. It's foundational yeah. to the Christian. Yeah. Well, how we know it's in our communities, though, because, you know, it's not just the public indoctrination centers. It's in your libraries. It's in your museums. Um, you know, I- my library right down the street, they have a weekly STEM meeting for parents and children. And they think it's the neatest thing because they get together and play with Legos or all this fun kind of stuff. And again, you know, the after school Satan clubs use STEM as well. It's not reserved for just public education. And people have got to understand that. Okay. Um, we're, I know we're getting short on time, but. I wanted us to look at World Cities Day because that's going to really go for the climate resilience. And we know that's a huge theme right now in education as well. Uh, You'll have the uh, concept paper for that. There's a link to that that will be in the archives as well. So you've got that as well. So that'll be across the world. Now, here's what we have. And as we open show with it's not just October okay we know there are things throughout the year to celebrate the United Nations but they've recently come up with um, endorsing this pledge to pause movement that is supposedly to stop the misinformation about our present situation and provoke a one-sided view of what's happening so I give you the press release for that as well and Tim, that's going to be the black and yellow image uh, that you see in the email that I sent you. If you want to uh, show folks how the UN has said they're going to uh, embrace that. Yeah, let's pause before we post and help stop the spread of misinformation. Sounds like UN is in bed with Facebook, if you ask me. And well, by the way, and by the way, the whistleblower, too. Because I told you guys yesterday on the show when I played the whistleblower's comments from 60 Minutes and then I listened to her testimony from uh, at the at, at, before the Senate. And, and you talk about you talk about playing the American people. They put this lady out as though she's a whistleblower and she does blow the whistle on some things. There's no question. But then it's to come right back in and say we need more government doing something instead of 
enforcing the laws we already have against Facebook for their crimes against the people, we need more government to regulate. And you know what that's going to do? It's going to trickle down to everybody. And this isn't going to be just on Facebook. And that's what she's calling for. She is just as bad, this mm-hmm. lady, Frances Hugan or Hagen or however you say her name. She's just as bad as the people at Facebook. She just thinks she's better. But she's calling for the same kind of stuff. Absolutely. Okay. STEM has gotten into bed with NASCAR, which is really big in America, for free education resources, Tim. And these are going to be available to all educational choices. Um, I give you a link from 2020, and it's from Yahoo Sports. We'll tell you how the United Nations and NASCAR will help with global road safety. So you'll have that link as well. You'll see uh, also we'll include for you the NASCAR and STEM partnership agreement and the STEM gender enhancement. And, um, you know, you were talking about in that framework, it was talking about women, 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 all that kind of stuff. The fourth image that I included in the email is uh, a latest shift on how we need to stop referring to our, our, our daughters as princesses are beautiful. And if you'll read some of those alternatives, yeah, brave, inventive. I mean, look, mm-hmm. a lot of these are true about our daughters. There's no question. Brave, Absolutely. smart, strong, curious, warrior, healthy. But they don't. They they're not something that is gender specific, like what you were saying about a princess or um, mm-hmm. what are some of the That's, other terms that, that you were saying there? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. I, I think you used the term yeah. beautiful and things like that. But these are sort of these um, gender-neutral kind of things. They can be used for guys or girls either way. Well, absolutely. But All right. But think about, you know, no longer should we be called moms. We're supposed to be a birthing person. (laughs) A feeding person when the baby's born, right? I'm sorry. It's going to be hard enough for my child to learn to say mom. Can you imagine trying to learn to say birthing person? Anyway, (laughs) let's, let's keep going. Okay. The third attachment was from Illinois. And you'll see it's a COVID tax charge from a person's meal out. What? Yep. Now, the governor of Illinois wants to use the COVID tax to help offset property tax. And if you'll think about it, Tim, where did the lion's share of our property taxes go? Education. Who, who, hang on. Uh, we're going to have to go over because we only got about 30 seconds. I know. When we're I looking, know. I'm showing the audience here this receipt. Now, this is yeah. dated 10 one mm-hmm. This is, where's Giordano's Streamwood, I guess is the name of the Streamwood, restaurant. Illinois. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Illinois, the total or the subtotal for the meal here is, um, boy, and you people who are buying this, good grief. One pint of Sam Adams Lager is sixteen twenty five. What? I mean... Don't you guys have some cheaper places to go? Anyway, the, <laughs> the COVID the COVID fee is three percent of that. Mm-hmm. It's three. Who put who who pushed that through? And oh, I'm going to let you answer on the other side. You guys listening by sure. way of Red State Talk Radio? Join us on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, before it's news.com, top of the page, DLive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, or switch at switch Twitch at Setting Brushfires, and uh, you'll we'll finish this up and get. Lynn's answer on this. Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central today. SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We'll be back with you in the morning, 6 a.m. See ya. 
All right, want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Lynn, was there any yeah. legislation that was put through to to put this tax in? You say the governor did this. I don't remember hearing anything like this. What was going on here? Well, if you'll look at the link that I sent you, it's the IllinoisPolicy.org, and you'll see the headline where the governor wants to use the COVID tax to help offset property tax. Now, okay, I, I'm not finding it. Um, okay, that's that's in the email. Okay. It's Illinois says, policy. Yeah, it, okay, I, I see yeah, it. This one right yeah, here. You got it. Yeah, there you go. Doughboy. Yeah. Yeah, Doughboy. <laughs> this is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Okay. Well, you, you can read the you can read uh, a little bit to folks who are listening. Yeah, he wanted to use uh, that for property tax relief because you know it's been so hard on everybody not that that's a lie it has been hard on everybody but here we're seeing this to prop up more tax that's going to be attached to education through the long run Mm. Mm. yeah there's well why does if he thinks that property taxes are a problem why why doesn't he just eliminate them because they're immoral and they're unconstitutional Right. And uh, just just so people understand, because we caught a lot of grief on this with uh, on Saturday with Kate, the reason I mm-hmm. call him Doughboy, this is this is the guy who's seriously overweight, and yet he's he's pushing the whole convid stuff as though he's concerned about your health when he he is clear he's even concerned about his own. So I, and we know, I don't have to explain it to you people. You guys know that. I'm not doing it as a shot at him. I'm doing it as the hypocrisy of saying he cares about your health when he isn't even concerned about his own. But yeah, this this whole idea, and uh, let's just take a look at this. With billions in federal COVID-19 relief earmarked for Illinois schools and local government, which they have no business in either. We've said right. this time and time again. They're not right. to direct them. They're not to fund them. They're not to do mm-hmm. anything with schools. And yet the states mm-hmm. do it because they get the money. Uh, yeah. Governor J.B. Pritzker push them to use the money to lower or freeze property taxes. He made no mention of the state's role in pushing property taxes to the second highest in the U.S. <laughs> Isn't that interesting that that came out there, too? So yeah. it's it's funny to me. They do this for the money. They're not mm-hmm. doing it for anything else. That's what they're doing it for. And you can rest assured, somebody uh, in his administration, probably him, have their grubby paws in on this money that's coming from the federal government, which actually comes for you and me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, people are going to say, well, that doesn't have anything to do with education. Look at your tax bill. You don't have to live in Illinois. I mean, you know, I see it on my tax bill. There's usually a little pie chart and it'll tell you how much goes to what specific topic in your neighborhood, in your community. And education will always be the biggest chunk and yet we are seeing where local governments and, and uh, state governments and federal governments are limiting the parents' voices. Um, you know, it, it's really getting out of hand. And we've got to be able, as you know, we've, we've been saying for a long, long time, you have to know what's going on in your community. Yes, we talk about a lot of things that are impacting us nationwide, but it's to give you the information to look at where you are so that you can go and be part of the solution. 
Yep, I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, Lynn, do you got something else? Because I wanted to play one little video to remind people something about the United Nations, but I want to I want to let you make sure you finish before I do that. The other things that were in the email will be in the archive, and I want people to just take their time going through those because I give you at least three general topics from my blog so that you can find out how there's going to be more attached to to this than you ever thought. And you're going to have tons and tons of information and it might feel like you're being overwhelmed. Take your time with it because, you know, this is not something that's just happened. This has been an agenda for over a hundred years and we're just now seeing a lot of it hit the fan. Yeah. One of those things coming up uh, is from Monday, October the 11th. Yep. And we're not surprised at this. Coming out day, they're promoting the sodomite agenda. Uh, I mean, what, 1% of the world or something like that is, you know, engaged in sodomy? They're not so- they're not sodomites in the fact that they're born that way. They're choose to being at war with God. Read Romans 1. They won't honor the Creator as the Creator, and so God gives them up. If you're engaged in sodomy, if you're engaged in lesbianism, if you're engaged in what they call transgenderism, which there is no such thing, but you're wanting to mutilate your body to look like a woman or to look like a man if you're a woman or whatever the case may be, you're engaged in war against God because you will not honor Him as God. That's as simple as it is, and you're in need of repentance. And I don't say that looking down my nose. The people at Corinth were engaged in the same kinds of stuff, and the Bible says that they were washed, that they were cleansed. Yes, you, even though you may be in, involved in some very embarrassing sins, the Lord Jesus calls you to repentance. He calls you to come away from that kind of lifestyle in which you're at war with your Creator and receive the blessings and the benefits of what God has given His people. And so, uh, you know, again, uh, it just drives me crazy with that. But I just wanted to make sure that we we put in at least that one. All these uh, links will be in here that Lynn, Lynn has sent. Lynn, do you got anything else you want to add here? And then I'm going to give you a that's, chance at the end of the that's show. That's it. Okay. That's it. All right. I want to. I just want to remind people the UN. We're seeing this. They want to advance on the people in their prospective countries as though they have authority to do it. Let me give you a little reminder. When was this? Let me just look at the date on this. This was in November of 2019. We had Ben McClintock. He's with Defending Utah. We had him on the show. They pulled our video. I've got it somewhere on Facebook on my personal page. If you want to go back and find that particular date, you could find it. And I'm gonna. Ha- I just need some help, I guess, <laughs> pulling my videos down and sending them back up to my Rumble channel so that we can put them back out on the site. But the fact of the matter is. They were covering one of his reporters, one of the people who are inside defending Utah, were at Salt Lake City, the palace there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want to remind people of what they found. Here's what they found. Is it okay you turn off the camera and then it's Oh, turn off the camera? Yeah. Do I not have a right to have the camera? I'm not giving you permission to check my face, so... Okay, are you a public servant? I'm a United Nations security officer. Okay. Does, okay. But this is my city, and so I have a right to film. This is United Nations compound? This is what I'm taxpayers pay for, compound? this building. Yes. This is a compound? Yeah. Since Sunday evening, we took over the, this compound. This is international territory. This is not international territory. Okay. That's bullcrap. Here is international territory. This is U.N. compound. Okay, so I'm going to stop it there. This is what they're doing. This was the first time 
that I know of that the United Nations went outside of New York and they went to Salt Lake City in a building called the Palace that the people paid for. And here's this shaven head chick telling people, yeah, I'm saying that for all you people who misinterpret 1 Corinthians 13 and want to go on me about my hair or Bradley or any of that. She's telling this lady that what the taxpayers paid for is international territory. It is a compound they took over, and I'm telling you. I want to say stuff here that I shouldn't say, so I'm going to bite my tongue on it, okay? Let me just say it this way. This is what the militia is for. This is an invasion. This is not anything other than that. That is what it is. They have no right to be there. I don't care if your representative in Utah gave them permission to do this. You need to tar and feather them. You need to run them out of town. You need to prosecute them to the fullest extent of the law because they're traitors to you. They're traitors to you. The militia should have been all over this to run them completely out of that place. But we've lost the militia And so I'm going to plug it again, tacticalcivics.com. If you're frustrated over seeing stuff like that, as well as the information we've given you in this show, you need to join that and learn your civics and start pushing the grand jury and start pushing the militia in your county. I'm not telling you to do something worldwide. I'm not looking for a grand scale anything. It'll be grand if you pull it off in your county. It'll be grand. Okay? This is where they want to go. And they, they're testing it to see if the people will allow it. And you can rest assured, in the coming days, the UN is going to show up somewhere else. Maybe it's going to be over here in Charlotte, in North Carolina. Yeah. Maybe it's going to be down in Columbia or down here in Greenville at one of the, the, the Bilo Center, whatever that thing is called down there. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. of this stuff. And the people have got to stand against it. And the only way you're going to stand against it is not with protests and billboards and signs. You're going to have to come armed to the teeth. And yes, I mean armed to the teeth, not guns without bullets, because you're afraid of this, that, and the other. You're going to have to come armed, and you're going to say, we're not having any of this. You're invaders on our territory. You're not to be here. And this is our property we paid for, and we never gave you permission to do it. I don't care if our corrupt, treasonous representatives said they gave you permission to be here or not. And the people are going to have to stand up against it, just like they're going to stand up against all of this education stuff, all of this United Nations, you know, October month, uh, their infiltration with other things that we've talked about in this broadcast land. This really flies all over. It really just gets all over me. It really does. Well, and, and rightly so. And and I know that uh, that particular meeting in Utah back in 2019, I've gotten some art. I wrote some uh, articles on my blog as a result of that particular meeting because it was the mayor of Salt Lake City who rubber stamped everything that went on during that particular uh of, uh, I think it was days long. I can't remember if it was two or three days, but anyway, she was the one who rubber stamped everything that happened. And there was a lot that came out of that that had to do with education as well. So, yeah, if you don't think it has to do with education, that's where we're wrong, because the United Nations picked education as the chief change agent to reshape America. Let me say that again. The United Nations picked education to be the chief change agent to change America. 
That doesn't come lightly. That doesn't come as an opinion that comes straight out of the STEM toolkit for this, excuse me, the sustainable development toolkit naming STEM as part of that chief change agent in education. Yeah. And Lynn, that's one of the things that we've talked about before. A lot of people Mm -hmm. And they've told me they won't tune in on Wednesdays because, oh, we're going to go over this education. That is the stealth approach. They're doing it right under the people's noses because the people think, well, of course we want our kids to be educated. And they think that many people can't even tell you what education really is, but they think that that's going to be a good thing. And so they've chosen the perfect opportunity, but it's not like it's anything new. The dictators of the 20th century did the same thing. They went after the kids and they indoctrinated them and they indoctrinated Mm -hmm. them against their parents, against God and for the state. And I've often said, if you send your kids to statist schools, don't be surprised when they come out as statist. Don't be surprised because that's what they're doing. So, Lynn, I'm going to give you a little final word here. And uh, if you would tell people where they can find out more about you and how they can support you, because let me let me just say it so Lynn doesn't have to say it. Lynn not only gives of her time to come on here and sometimes stay over with us um, and get up early in the morning as well. But she also appears on other outlets to, to tell what she's uncovered. She spends countless hours in investigating all this. You guys see it. If you go to the archives. I got numerous tabs. Some of you have seen it when I bring it up on the uh, on the video screen. All those tabs, the majority of them are from Lynn. Links that she has discovered, where she's tying these things together. She gives uh, she gives a lot of time in this with no real reward, at least monetarily or anything like that. But she does it so that people will know, so they can fight against it, not so they can be afraid of it, but so they can fight against it. Okay. And uh, with that said, Lynn, go ahead and tell people where they can find out about you and how they can support you. Okay. Uh, my blog is commoncordiva.com. I do have a donate button. So if uh, you choose to help support financially, that is wonderful. Uh, if you are not able, that is fine. I just would ask for your prayers for my family as well as yours, because what we're seeing happen is a division in families like we've never seen before. And it's real, it's raw, it's painful, it's gut-wrenching, and it's part of our journey that we have to live out, you know, and and we've got to help support each other. You can find me on Breaking News Journal. That's on Roku and Amazon. We're available. You can also subscribe to my channel there and help support in that way as well. And you can have access to other clean TV uh, options. You can find me on the Liberty Bells. We have had to take a pause because my co-host is having to care for her mother who is gravely ill. Yep. Um, but you can find me there as well. And that's usually on Tuesday, uh, excuse me, Thursday mornings. You can find me on all the usual uh, social platforms as well. And I would encourage you check out Citizens for Free Speech. And uh, they have a local activist uh, uh, segment that would really be helpful for you where you can find free resources to be a bigger local voice in your area to help fight against all this tyranny. Amen. Yeah, we're going to try to get Patrick Wood back on. We've had him on the show before. I really like Patrick. We have a little difference in eschatology, but I like Patrick and I like what he puts out that he starts tying these these things together as to what we're seeing going on. Guys, again, support Lynn. All right. Um, She comes on here. It's a labor of love. It's kind of like Kate when she comes on Saturday. She doesn't get paid. I wish I could pay them every week to to come on, but I can't. Um, And that's because, well, 
Yeah. You you guys know the size of my family and everything we do, and we don't make a lot of money either. We're very tight. We're much like many of you. Paycheck to paycheck is about how we structure things. And boy, as soon as I get money coming in now, it's right out the window. I mean, we're just, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's tough. But the Lord meets our needs, and so I'm grateful for that. Guys, Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, and then we'll be back in the morning, 6 a.m. Friday, we've got scheduled Ramis over, he's a rapper. Oh, you're going to love this guy. You're going to love him, because he is all in the face of the tyrants, and he goes out to the kids with his music to warn them about the vaccine, and that's going to be on Friday, Lord willing. And I'm really looking forward to that, because I've seen some of his work on video, and, uh, yeah, we're going to have a hoot with that. So uh, be sure to, to tune in tomorrow and then uh, Friday, and we'll catch you then. Till then, see you.